Hello and welcome to Maine Education Matters with Matt and Matt. My name is Matt. And I'm Matt too. Today we are going to be reviewing some testimony. Yes, we are from uh, March 27th and April the 1st. April Fool's Day. It, it, was, it, was, it was all laughs. <laughs> all, all laughs and good times. Whoopee cushions and buzzers on the hand, on the palm, palm buzzers. Let's, let's, all day. I, I'm not sure how to transition, so we'll just go into the first one. So let's do LD-576, which was our favorite things, a resolve. Mm-hmm. It was directing the Department of Education to develop and implement an online learning platform for students and educators. Ooh, and educators. And educators, which for, is kind of cool. For all of us. So mm, disappointing, not much testimony. Not a whole heck of a lot, Four no. pieces, and it was really, uh, and to be clear, uh, these have already been voted on. Yeah, we'll tell you about that. We'll tell you about that. We're just going to gonna plow through these. As it goes. So this one had just four pieces, which was disappointing. Uh, some for, some against. Yep. And some like, meh, well, I don't know. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Mainly the against <laughs> ones, the against ones, or one, I guess, was... Uh, there may not be access at home available for all the options that we wanted to give kids and educators. Right. Uh, which was a big uh, downer. Uh, but wah, wah. but realistic, I guess, right? So Absolutely realistic. That's, that, 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 that is a realism that happens in all parts of the state. Once you get outside of the I-95 corridor or even parts on the I-95 corridor, there are places where there really isn't a whole lot of Internet access. If you're actually on I-95 in some places, you probably don't have much service. Well, hopefully you're not texting or checking to see if you have service if you're driving on the I-95. What if I'm just, like, standing there? Well, if you're just standing in the middle of I-95. It's probably not going to last long anyway. That's not a good plan. Okay. We are not – we are – might be a fan of the movie, the program, but I'm not – Saying that anyone goes and does what they did in the movie, the program. Oh, deep cut. Deep cut. There you go. I was raised by television. Not. <laughs> Who wasn't these days? So this one uh, turned out to be a good idea. Yeah, everyone was like, "Yeah, we could see it. Maybe, maybe look into it a little more." Especially the part about creating opportunities for students and educators to extend their learning. And it was ought to pass as amended. As amended, and we haven't seen that amendment yet. No. No. <laughs> so. There's some, there's some good old hashtag analysis for you. Once, once again, we don't know. We don't know. Well, they, they, take, they take weeks and weeks to put the amendments up. That is true. They're, they're, they're right on it with the testimony. Yeah, they They, 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 they put are. that up right away. Actually, that's pretty good. The amendments were like, yeah, and then we never see them. We never see them. It takes a while. You know what is? Blue sheets. If we had the blue sheets. Yeah, that'd be so Just put better. up the blue sheets. So the next one is LD672 an act to allow local flexibility in teacher assignment to enhance student achievement. Right, so this one was the, remember the, uh, the bill that said that a holder of a professional teacher certificate to teach no more than 20% of the teacher's teaching assignment outside of the teacher's area of endorsement. So if you had a math, this is what the, 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 the relationship we made, if you have a math certificate, you shouldn't be teaching more than 20% in, say, visual arts. So this one was... Uh, kind of as expected, for me anyway, I'm not sure about you, but uh, MSMA, uh, who is school management, said yes, uh, flexibility is all better, uh, quoting, but also has parameters so the integrity of the cert- certification system is not jeopardized. Uh, so the, again, about the 20% thing, they said 
yeah, that works for us. MEA said, uh, quote, we believe this bill is one of the most dangerous bills this entire session, and we ask you all to oppose it, unquote. That's pretty strong language. They're not holding back, are yeah. they? I was like, ooh. <laughs> they're, they're really saying something there. And that happened to be the last piece of the four pieces of testimony that I read, that I read and was like, oh, that language is hardcore. Yeah, so this is, they, they have a completely different reading on it than I had. They, they do. Uh, one of the things is they have certification laws and rules for a reason. Basically, they don't want administrators, those darn nasty administrators. Which we are both, full mm, disclosure. So there you go. Uh, telling teachers to teach outside of the system, which apparently happens more often than I or you would think, I, 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 I'm guessing. Because I hear horror stories, but I don't actually know any of these people. So you, you, you heard from a guy from a guy who knows someone. So it must be true. So it must be true because anecdotes are evidence. But I do, as we establish, I do believe it because the, there are people that hear all the same type of stories. Uh huh. You hear them a lot. The same type of things keep coming up that that people are being put into places and having to do things that are outside of their their not only comfort zones but professional expertise area. Yeah, which is not good for our kids. That's not good for our kids. So administrators say yay. Mea says no. Um, and there was a couple other random pieces, not to diminish anybody's random testimony, but uh, the uh, person who submitted it basically said uh, it's going to help with some of the places that don't get as many applications. Mm -hmm. And so temporarily, if we have to assign you to, if I was a math teacher and I temporarily get assigned to science or something, uh, then so be it. But it's not going to be permanent. But it's not permanent. But... You know, that can obviously be taken advantage of. And what was the result of this one? Divided report. Shocker. Which so, which means that the majority report would probably be, I don't know if it was, I don't know what the, which, which way it went. I actually don't know either. That's another thing it doesn't say on the website. It just says divided report. So I don't know if they were ought to pass or ought not to pass. So here's a way that maybe we could find what those divided report means. What's that? It's our spreadsheet. Nice, nice, nice segue. Yeah, Wait, thank you. Look at you, look at you doing the plugs. So look at you getting the plugs out. The, we have a spreadsheet that's linked on our Twitter and Facebook page right at the top. It's called 2019 Main Education Bills. And we put in the work session vote as it happens, uh, which means basically as it goes onto the website. And then eventually we find out what that actually is. So I'm looking at one particular one. Um, so I'm looking at LD406 on our spreadsheet, which is line 33. It's about school leadership academies. That was uh, a divided report on March 4th. And it says now ought to pass is amended slash ought not to pass on April 9th. So what that means is the majority said it's ought to pass with this amendment. And the minority says ought not to pass. And that's right. not always the case, as we'll come up with uh, on a, one of our other podcasts coming up when we discuss what this entire sequence looks like. Yep. They we're were break both, it down. They were both the minority and min- majority and minority were both ought to pass as amended with different amendments. Ooh, spoiler <laughs> alert. There, there, there's a wrinkle for you. So that'll be a good one to walk through that process. But regardless, divide a report. We don't know the answer. So we're just going to move on. Moving on. So we'll move on to this one. And this one was one that I was saved a little bit for the way we do things. This one is LD714. It's a right. home run of a bill. It's called an act to prohibit public charter schools from expending funds for advertising. 
I actually listened to some of this. Oh, did you? What was so? What so? What was going on with the testimony? What did that sound like? Um, it was like, well, we have to advertise a little bit because this is saying I can't advertise on a website, and right. all you public schools have websites, and you pay for those. So why can't we? Um, that was a lot of it. Yeah, it's like, well, if this is prohibiting from anything, including yard signs, and sheets yard on signs. telephone poles, basically. <laughs> They're saying, well, we have to spend something. We, Our advertising budget is uh, pretty much like the budget of this podcast. Right. Very, very little. Approaching Nil. zero. <laughs> I, I think we're in the red. I think so, too. I think we're in the red. Uh, and that was, You know what would help us out, though? Some deep river chips. Oh, my God. Those <laughs> things are so good. Uh, um, so I guess everybody kind of listened. Because this one went right, ought not to pass. Ought not to pass. So right, d- dead. Done. Dead. Goodbye. So, so goodbye. Fifty hey. pieces of testimony. Yep. I, don't, I know that was that was <laughs> that was a good amount of reading. <laughs> that helped. And uh, charter schools, you can still advertise. You can still have a website, apparently. And get some yard signs. Yard signs. <laughs> so the next one, I kind of knew right where this was going to head right at the beginning. Oh, oh, you you absolutely, you called this shot. Last one on March 27th was LD 750, an act to allow junior reserve officers training corps instructors to instruct without state certification. Right. And a lot of the testimony that was opposed to this said things more along the lines of, yeah, we want certified people taking care of our kids. Yeah, why should it be different for you guys? Right, why should it be different than them, than an ed tech or anyone else in the schools? Why are, what, what makes them so special? Yep, what makes them so special. And the counter-argument, as we saw in some of the testimony, was these people are certified by the federal government, by the Defense Department, by the blah, 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 by the blah, 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 They don't, but they don't have a main certification. Right. And the main people are like, yeah, but... Yeah, but still. <laughs> but we, we require for anybody. Right. So, yes, it can convert, but it's not a teaching certificate. It's an R2C certificate. Right. And so they're not certified teachers. They're certified Reserve Officer Training Corps instructors. So ROTC certification is not, uh, it does not have reciprocity with our certification system. Is that what, is that what we're saying here? your fancy word for the pod. You're welcome. So this one I expected to um, go through as the Republicans, Republicans saying yes and all the Democrats saying no. And it was... Divided the, report. There you go. Yeah. Same thing. So we're going to see... Uh, um, my um, guess is ought to pass is amended because there'll probably be an amendment somewhere. Oh, see, I would figure it would be ought not to pass. The Republicans are going to say, oh, that's right. Because, because the Democrats have the majority. So I think it would be ought not to pass. Slash. Then, ought to pass as amended. Slash, yeah. The, God, the minority so report would be ought to pass as amended. So is Tom Cruise in that in that movie? I, yeah, he is in that movie. He, yes, he, he is. Wave his hands a lot. He does. He does. That's have, that he, one, has right? those, he has the virtual screens up in the air, and he moves stuff around with them, and it has the, the, the people who can see into the future. So a little bit behind the scenes, here at the pod, we have the same thing. We absolutely do. This is what we've spent all of our money on. Uh, you, all of the, the You did give away the budget earlier. I, I did. But then we spent all of our money on these high-tech screens to be able to do interactive work so that um, – what you're hearing in terms of paper is actually just Foley work. It's Matt Press and buttons. Yeah. It's not really paper. We're doing it all by virtual screen. We're so good at this. So let's go to April 1st. April Fool's April Day. April Fool's Day. How appropriate. Mm-hmm. So the first one is LD997, which is an act to promote social and emotional learning and development for young children. 
this one had a ton of testimony. The, one of the most pieces of testimony that, we, that we've had here outside of immunization and mascots. Right. So what did uh, this one particularly do? Because it had a, a, a senator present this, a representative co-sponsor it, and lots of people. Yeah, a lot of people on this one. This one said to um, require the Commissioner of Education to implement a statewide voluntary early childhood consultation program to provide support, guidance, and training to families, early care and education teachers, and providers working in public elementary schools, child care facilities, family child care settings, Head Start programs, who are experiencing challenging behaviors that put them at risk of learning difficulties and removal from early learning settings, in other words, early intervention and early recognition. Yeah, which sounds good, right? Uh, yeah, if we're, if, especially in any case, understanding what learning difficulties are, if um, we're learning more and more about these uh, adverse childhood experiences or ACEs and becoming a major, um, major uh, thing for student trauma as they're growing up and it affects their learning, obviously. Trauma is going to affect anyone's learning, anyone's life. So what this is going to do, this could help identify some of these early difficulties or early instances and to help the child care facilities, the Head Starts, the uh, family care settings, et cetera, to have a better plan to understand what's happening and then to get those interventions put into place. That's so, how I'm reading it. So one thing is I, as we get more and more into these bills and have a little bit more experience with the testimony, um, let, let's see how this voted. It voted as a divided report. Divided report. So here's my guess on this one, because again, we don't have what the report actually is. But my thinking is there's, as I, as I just said, a lot of testimony. There's a lot of testimony. I mean, uh, from- Because it's a three-page bill. There's, there's a lot of medical testimony in here too from yeah. folks, including my first daughter's first uh, pediatrician from when she was a baby. Let's put that testimony right up on the that's on the that's good old Dr. Hagler podcast tower walls right here. Good old Dr. Hagler, it warmed my heart to see your name again. Well, as a divided report, my guess is this is a two-page bill with a ton of stuff in it, and the testimony for these long bills tends to go all over the place. Uh, and a lot of it, <laughs> that's that's an understatement. Well, that's that's the thing. A lot of it is in support. I would say. In fact, I couldn't really find any. There was that no, I remember I that nobody said no. There's a couple of neither for nor against uh, for various reasons, but the testimony kind of goes all over the place. And if it doesn't address the bill specifically about things that they want to implement, a lot of them are, are like personal stories. And, right. You know, my kids are ha have these needs, and this would support that for future kids. And I'm like, yeah, obviously that that's well. But there's a lot going on in this bill. And I think it gets so overwhelming that one side or the other says uh, this may be um, doing a little bit too much. We don't need yep. a bill for this. We're, we just need to get better at what we're doing, but it doesn't need to be a law. Um, so There's a lot I, of that that happens in, in, well, the, in the, the committee. Some of these bills are really long. They talk about government overreach quite a bit right. from one particular side. Uh, they talk about the money it's going to cost, which are, you know, that's, I think both are very legitimate. They're very legitimate. That's that. That's the thing, and I think some of these some of these ideas. And again, I'm not sure who's in the majority and who's the minority on this one, um, and and what they're voting on yet. But there's so much in this, and it's a huge task for this bill. So, uh, you know what the the solution would be, of course, is to form a task force. Task force, which in order to do that, they probably would put put together a resolve. 
and we've already laid out several times about what we expect of our with the resolve, make it an emergency, and at least four to five minimal whereases. So let's go to our next one then. LG. See, that was more that 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 foley work that was from, those, from those screens. That's impressive. The screens are definitely worth the money that we had here. So 1024, LD 1024 is an act to include mental health education in Maine schools, which had only one presenter. Yes. So that was a little disturbing at the beginning. I think we talked about, mm, not sure where this is going at all Right. with this. So what there's this one is going to do is uh, requiring health education instruction in all levels to include instruction in mental health and the relationship between physical and mental health. Presented by Senator Carson, yep. who's on the committee. On the committee. Uh, not a lot of testimony. There was not. And we kind of talked about where this was going to go. MSSA was going to say, no, we have a process for doing learning targets, and did that exactly. Uh, all of the mental health uh, associations that testified were like, yeah, we need to do this. We need to do this. And you know, my thoughts are, we already do do this. Right. So, so the lobbying organizations who are, or the organizations that work with this stuff in particular, they're for it. Yep. That's shocking news. Yeah, I'm, I'm really stunned. Um, and the organization that really cares about things like adhering to existing policy, said, well, no, let's adhere to, adhere to existing policy. That's weird too, huh? So everyone's pretty much has their camp. So, so I mean, really, why even bother putting in testimony? Because everyone knows what you're going to say anyway. So here's the thing. That said, submit your testimony. Always, always. Always submit testimony because you never know where it's going to go. Like this one. Ought to pass as amended. Right. I, again, don't know what the amendment is, but they liked it. Something about it. They said, uh, yeah, we need to do more of. Amazing. I didn't see that one coming. I didn't either because everything else they've said, nope, follow the process, especially when it comes to things like curriculum and uh, the learning standards, et cetera. Yeah, usually those are just like, yeah, we get it. We'll talk about it. You're out. Right. Mm, not this time. Let's move to the next one. LD 930, an act to give Maine schools additional options to make up missed school days. Considering it's April 11th as we record, and technically I guess it's still winter if I look outside. We, yeah. Uh, so many districts in Maine, including my own where I, where I work, uh, we had a snow day earlier snow day. this week. We, we, had did, a, we had a full-on snow day. We did not. But, in April. But we could well have, and it would have been a fine decision. <laughs> Everyone's like, so we're going until August. That's when we're going to school now, and we don't know. We could get another snow day in May. We could. You know, climate change, right? <laughs> Isn't that a – or is that is that anecdotal evidence? Let's go to the summary of this one. In <laughs> uh, this one, it basically says how you can make up school days, including rescheduling, shortening vacation periods, postponing the closing date of school, having weekend classes, or providing students with packets of homework, the completion of which counts as completion of a regular day of school, and to develop other ways not included in law as long as they get approved by the commissioner. Right, the homework packets that have to be, that will clearly be developed. So we thought this one, if I remember our preview of this one, was like, there's way too much going on here. How do the, how, who, how many people have to do the homework? How do you know the packets ahead of time? What is the work gonna be? That, that was going to be the stopping point for us. Everything else was like, yeah, okay, so let's give a school SAUs uh, op- uh, options to reschedule and to not have to ask for waivers for everything. I think that's an okay thing. But now we're getting into Some homework. Some of the details. The homework packets. Well, really? Ought to pass as amended. Ought to pass as amended. 
I don't know what the amendment is. We'll find out soon. We'll find out soon or enough. Soon. So, thank you, Camden. Our last one, <laughs> which is very similar to what another Camden one, is LD eleven seventy four, an act to facilitate remote learning during school cancellations. Right. This one would basically allow you to basically log on somewhere and uh, be able to get adequate online instruction or an alternative method if you don't have the technical capability to log on. Uh, MSSA, MSMA, excuse me, was all for this one. They talked about Blizzard Bags. Blizzard Bags. One of my favorites. Um, you know, it was, it was like, yeah, this is it's yep. a good idea. Uh, it's you know, they're all kind of for it and straight to ought not to pass. Ought not to pass because I, the other one. Because the other one. I, That's I, why. I do they have, combined them together. I, I, with these two bills, I have a small bone to pick. Not a very a, small. Not a femur. Not, definitely not a femur. Okay. Maybe a uh, an ulna. Maybe um, maybe a digit somewhere. A digit. A digit. Fair. I don't know. I forget the bone name for them um, because I anyway. Um, we've talked before about form letters yes, and how they're, they kind of work against people reading them. They do. If I'm, I'm not going to name the organization, but if you look at both of the areas of testimony from this one particular organization, it's exactly the same language. Interesting. In both bills. Well, that is very interesting. It, and it was one of those things that I looked at and I read, oh, that's just... That's just poor. So why are they doing that? So so to all of the associations, I know you have a lot going on. You have governing things. You have a lot of things happening. It's very busy. Create your form letter. Create it. That that's fine. But don't just copy and paste the same testimony for a similar bill. Make it a little. Make it different. Yeah, get on it. Come on. Come on. Come on. Just and, to, just uh, to, that, that's my bone picking for the day. So that digit is gone. <laughs> Uh, just as we're Maybe about a, to a be, because we just finished That's the 27th and April Fool's Day. We did. Fairly Don't. quick in 25 minutes. <laughs> not, not, not so terrible for us, actually. <laughs> I guess so. But you can follow all of our other hijinks and things on uh, at Twitter at Main Ed Matters, on Facebook at Main Education Matters, and uh, follow the, the spreadsheet. Check that out. See what's happening in recent things. And tweet us, Facebook t- us, let us know how we're doing and what you want us to talk about. Yeah, stuff. if you have questions about any of the bills and where the processes look like, uh, we might be able to help. We'll we, help if we can. We'll do our darndest. So just let us know. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.